Hello from the Office of Leadership and Civic Engagement, better known as OLSI, at UNC Greensboro, and thanks for joining us. OLSI prepares students to serve as changemakers. We develop, promote, and advance civic engagement, leadership development, and meaningful service to create positive social change. The purpose of this podcast is to engage the UNCG community by highlighting faculty, staff, students, community partners, and anyone else who embodies what it means to be a changemaker. If you want to learn more, you can follow us on social media at uncg underscore olsi or check out our website, olsi.uncg.edu. Hello, my name is Zach Bell. And my name is Jordan Farmer from the Office of Leadership and Civic Engagement. Today we'll be interviewing Kenneth Francis Vaughn, who is a program coordinator in campus activities and programs here at UNCG. Uh, Kenneth, could you start off by telling us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, great question. Thank you all so much for having me here this morning. So again, my name is Kenneth, pronouns she, her, and hers, and I serve as a program coordinator here on campus. So by trade, I am a student affairs professional, originally from the Bronx, New York, but I grew up in Chesapeake, Virginia, so that makes me a little bit of a beach baby. (laughs) I am also a proud product of the public university system here in North Carolina, getting my undergraduate degree from UNC Charlotte and going on to get my master's from the G here at UNC Greensboro. Okay, I love it. Love to hear it. Yeah, nice. So um, what are some other things you enjoy doing outside of work? Yeah, so I have to be honest, finding a hobby is one of the great challenges of being an adult. So I try on a bunch of different things. So spinning is my current hobby now. Um, I try to spin at least once a week, but I'm also a really big family and group oriented person. So being able to share meals, share drinks with really good people is one of my favorite things to do outside of work. Of course, besides Netflix. Nice, nice. Any uh, favorite restaurants or uh, cuisines? Ooh, I will give my favorite restaurant here in Greensboro. It is Blue Agave. It is a Mexican restaurant on Battleground. The food, everything I've ever tried there has been so great. Such a good time. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So how long have you been at UNCG and what is your role here? Yeah, so professionally, I have been at UNCG for about a year and a half, um, coming up on my two years in May. But I also went to grad school here. So I spent two years in the SAHI program, which stands for the Student Affairs Administration and Higher Education Program. Okay, perfect. So you mentioned that you work in campus activities and programs. Um, For the listeners who may not know or be familiar with uh, CAP, as -hmm. we call it, um, can you just tell us a little bit about where you're located and what your responsibilities are as an office? Yeah, so CAP, as we are affectionately known on campus, our campus activities and programming is the office that makes UNC Greensboro home for students. So of course, when you're coming into college, you know that you're going to be living in the residence halls. You know you're going to be walking around campus to go to class. But what are you going to do outside of those moments? And how are you going to develop yourself outside of academic spaces? So our office is the natural first step for students to get involved and engaged here on campus. We have over 250 student groups. We have over 20 active fraternity and sorority chapters. We have over 100 events every year. Um, Being in COVID, we got creative and put a lot of our events virtual. Um, But for this year, we're excited to get back in person. And then we also oversee our Student Government Association. And we are located in the EUC on the top floor in Suite 250. So come stop by and see us. 
Okay, okay. Shout out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, awesome. All right, so I just got an additional kind of add-on question with mm-hmm. that. With so many opportunities to be involved um, and, and really be a part of this community, mm-hmm. what are some of the skills that you feel that students can take away from the involvement and engagement here? Ooh, now that's a great question, Jordan. I think the number one skill that you can take away from campus involvement is leadership. Mm. Um, I am of the philosophy, it's not about if, but when you'll be called to lead. And that is probably going to happen when you're still an undergrad. Um, And then being able to rework the definition of leadership is very important. Um, Because being a leader is going to make you successful in everything that you do, right? So that's being in the classroom. That's being on your first internship, your first job. So it's important for our students to get involved and learn that leadership is not about leading from the front. It's not about having a title. It's about being able to influence your peers, have strong communication skills, you know, be able to say, goals for yourself and for other people. So I think that is probably the most meaningful um, thing that students will take away. And then, of course, the tangible skills of task management. Uh, We have great communication skills, which you'll need in any field. Um, Yeah. Okay. I appreciate the in-depth answer there, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And just to expand upon that a little further, you know, Mm -hmm. you hear all the times from students, they think that leadership has to be with a position, you know, positionality. Mm -hmm. Um, What are your thoughts on that? And how can you maybe inform our listeners about why leadership doesn't always have to be tied to a position? Yeah, great question. Um, So leadership usually is not tied to a position because it's a set of skills. It's not a title. It's not something that automatically snaps into your head when you get told that you're the president of an organization. Leadership is more or less the ability to influence folks in a positive way and be able to set goals and set a course for different people in your life. Um, So a lot of that, of course, with our office looks like being in student groups. But you don't have to be the president to be a leader, right? You can be the secretary. You have your role, you know what you're doing, and you're being able to influence a whole room of people, 50 people that come to one of these meetings, and you're able to lead the meeting and you don't have that title of the president. You can even be a leader as a general body member because a big part of leadership is also role modeling, right? So incoming first years, they'll see you, maybe if you're like their pal, their orientation leader, et cetera, et cetera. You tell them about your involvement. You tell them about what you're doing in these meetings and in these organizations. And that in and of itself is everyday leadership. Yeah, and just hearing that, it's like really empowering because when you realize you can lead from any position and mm-hmm. any you know scenario, it creates a sense of agency and I think can yeah. lead to that positive change we were just talking about. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, for sure. And again, like, like you've all talked about, like leadership is not a one-size-fits-all yeah, mode, right? Absolutely. It looks different. Um, and I think um, everybody just has to have that understanding mm-hmm. um, because I know one of the things here in, in Aussie is every student um, is a leader. It's just when um, you're going to be asked to lead. So appreciate that. So kind of going on further, you know, you've talked a lot about like campus activities and what's, why it's important to be involved. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I kind of want to get into uh, what's coming up for you all. Um, So I know, uh, again, being in the SAE program, working here, that there is something coming up next January, Yes, so we have the 2022 Winter Involvement Fair taking place on the first day of class, January 10th. It's starting at 11 
and we will be in the Cone Ballroom. This is the opportunity for folks who are looking to get more involved on campus to get a really nice preview as well as get some sweet treats as well. So we'll have over 50 of our student organizations there to just talk a little bit more about what they do. And again, helping students find their fit here on campus. But it is a part of a larger programming week called Winterfest. So we'll have all types of events for students to get involved in. Okay, okay. I appreciate you. And like I said, I think that's one of the biggest things, um, being a first semester grad student here, Mm -hmm. like seeing that um, even when I first got here, like in August, like all the people like lined mm-hmm. up and college staff, like and just going out there, it was a really nice experience. Mm-hmm. So I definitely look forward to that. Yeah, thank, thank you for allowing me the opportunity to give our office and our events a little shout out. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, with like being involved on a campus, one of the best parts is you get a chance to sample a lot of things, and you can mm-hmm. find out, you know, what you like and what you don't like, and you can uh, create those lifelong friends mm-hmm. and networks that. Uh, carry on long after graduation. So it's just such an awesome opportunity for students to, um, you know, really see what all the campus has to offer and and where they can be involved. Absolutely. Um, So some folks may not know this, but at one point you were actually a graduate assistant here in Olsey. (laughs) So in your experience, how do you think Olsey could uh, supplement what current student leaders or organizations are already doing on campus? Ooh, now that is a loaded question. (laughs) Yes, so I think that OC is doing a really great job, right? Um, When I was a graduate assistant in OC, I used to think that I got to work with such a large population size. And student affairs is so important. Like, you're not pigeonholing yourself just working with one type of student. So I remember being able to see all types of students coming into the office. And then I went over to CAP, and that's truly a catch-all. So you have students who don't even know that they are talented in different realms yet. So I think one of the things that OC can do is to definitely try to attract the everyday student, right? I think you all do a really great job of that, specifically with your bronze leadership workshops, right? It's a great way to get in on the ground level. However, there are some students who don't even know that they're leaders. They don't know that they will be called to lead. They might not even know if they want to go to class tomorrow, right? right? So being able to reach out to those students and show them the magic, for lack of a better term, of leadership could definitely be something that the office can do to kind of help and broaden. Yeah, most definitely. And you know, full disclosure, when I was an undergrad at UNCG, I was involved in fraternity life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of how like we were trained was kind of in-house. Yeah. And I want to be honest, if I'd have known like OC existed and had their bronze workshops, a lot of those things that we needed to be successful, I could have learned from professionals who really trained those workshops on how to, you know, talk across differences and how to actually be inclusive and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you know, going back to what you said, I wish I'd have really taken more advantage of that during my undergrad experience. I think it would have definitely benefited our group a whole lot more. Additionally, you also serve as a Silver Leadership Challenge coach. Can you speak to why you decided to coach and what that experience has been like for you? Yeah, I coach simply because I want to pay for it. So coming into OLC, it used to be called OLSL back in my day. Um, But coming into the office, I was so unsure of why they even picked me. I was sitting there thinking, I know nothing about leadership. I don't even think I'm a leader. Okay. Um, So becoming... A graduate assistant in the office really showed me my inner leader, and 
I want to pay that forward to different students who may have not seen it in themselves. Because for me, I'm in grad school and I'm having this revelation. But being a silver coach, you're able to reach undergraduate students so that they can see their potential before they even have to walk across their stage. Yeah, and I, it, it's one of the things that I have been doing since I was a graduate assistant. It's, 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 it's amazing because you get these students in and they're like, I don't know what goals I really want to set. Or they'll have really broad goals like task management. or I want to get better grades. And then you really sit down with them for six sessions over a year and you get to see their goals become more defined, become stronger. And then you work alongside of them to reach them. I don't know. It's one of my favorite parts of my position here on campus. Yeah, it's such an awesome program. Like people literally spend lots and lots of money to have, mm -hmm. you know, a coach that would help them set goals yeah. and hold them accountable and mm -hmm. things like that. And then, you know, here at UNCG, it's something that we just offer to our students as long Absolutely. as they go through that process and take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely wish I had that in undergrad. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> but I do enjoy as well paying it forward. You know, mm -hmm. I think that there's nothing better than to see somebody develop. Um, yeah. And to become like their own person right. that has their own values and um, really knows what they want in life. So, mm -hmm. ditto, ditto. Yeah. <laughs> um, kind of some parting words here as we come to the conclusion of this uh, great podcast with you. But um, knowing you're an UNCG alum, mm -hmm. um, what is your favorite tradition on campus? Ooh. I know, hard question. I right? know, such a hard question. I think my favorite tradition on campus hmm, is the rock. Okay, can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, so there's a rock on campus kind of toward the backside of the library. Um, it's two rocks, and any student who wants to paint it can paint it. You just have to wait a full 24 hours from the time it was originally painted to paint over it. And I think it's my favorite tradition because every day when I walk past, it's something new on the rock. And students take that 24-hour thing serious. <laughs> so it's a cool way to just see what other students were doing on campus when events were coming up, what issues our students were being philanthropic toward. And I always thought it was really cool how our students like respected each other enough to say, okay, so this says it was painted at noon. Let's wait until like 12.05, just to be sure. Yeah, very nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, you just put me on to something. I had no yeah. idea that rock existed. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, on, when Jordan. you're walking toward Moran Commons from the EEC in the library, it's right there. Yeah, right okay. by the clock tower. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's, I mean, like I said, I'm not an alum here. I'm, uh, I'm still getting my bearings. So mm -hmm. um, it's another place for me to, to really stop by on my yeah. journey, you know, to be the greatest Spartan of all time. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, but okay. Maybe okay. Uh, advertise some bronze on there. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, any, yeah, anything exactly. we can do, you know. Um, so with that being said, what parting words of advice do you have for listeners who are looking to get involved? Ooh. Drop some whizzes on yeah, us Yeah, I would say, okay, I have two pieces of advice. My first piece of advice is it's okay to be nervous. You're going to be uncomfortable in college. You're going to go to that first meeting, maybe by yourself, because you couldn't convince one of your friends, and it could be a little awkward. However, you have to do it. You have to do it, and don't try to compete against your nerves. Don't try to compete against the voice in your head. Just find a way to make peace with it. You're going to be nervous, and that is okay. It's important for you to recognize that and then take the leap. 
and then be able to find something that you won't even have to think twice about going to, right? Um, and my second piece of advice is get involved intentionally. I think it's really easy to get lost in the sauce, for lack of a better term, right? We have over 250 student groups. We have a ton of offices that offer engagement programs, such as OLC. Be involved intentionally. It's important that you don't try to go to everything. You don't try to join all of our student groups. Don't try to do bronze and silver and gold all in the same year. Take it easy. Figure out what your goals are and find involvement opportunities that align with reaching them. Yeah, that's awesome advice. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, you know, as we end this thing, I just want to let you know, this has mm -hmm. been a great experience for us yeah. um, talking to you. Um, like I said, as a graduate student, I might actually try to find my way to, to, to get involved a little bit more now. Yeah. So we appreciate your time yes, today. Yes, thank you all so much. This has been such a great conversation. Thanks, y'all. All right, no thank problem. you. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We appreciate your support. Be sure to subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud so that you do not miss any future episodes. Have anyone you think embodies the spirit of a changemaker and would be a great guest? Send an email to lead at uncg.edu. Also, visit olsi.uncg.edu and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at uncg underscore Thank you so much for listening and be sure to tell a friend.